0: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and
2: conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Manchester Football Social. The Wednesday Club.
1: Good evening, this is XS Manchester, it's six o'clock, welcome to the Football Social. A very special one today, it is the Wednesday Club. Every night of the week takes a different theme, and this week, it is, well, this day, sorry, is the wonderful Wednesday Club we've all come to love, and Alex Boardman, the United Fan, come to hate. Uh, This is what we do (laughs) on the (laughs) the XS Manchester Football Social. We just talk about football, but take a different spin on things. Uh, What you can expect... Some
2: journalists like Joe, as they put words in your mouth, Alex. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, sorry about that. What you can expect on today? show is a bit of chat and all the fallout from last night's game at Manchester United against Derby and as well Manchester City against Oxford. Two different Phils in that game. One Phil Jones, one Mr Phil Foden. Uh, we'll also be talking about my pub quiz that I did at Cafe Football. I'll be bringing some of the questions to you folks live and uh, you can get involved as well on the text. Text us 8771 tweet us at The two gentlemen joining me Mr Ian Cheeseman with a smile on his face. You're right, and Miss Alex Boardman with a forced smile on his face. I'm fine, yeah. dude. United fine. fan Alex uh, Ian Cheeseman from Forever Blue.
2: You're putting words in his mouth. You keep like, I'm putting I'm words up in my mind. mate. Here. Okay, yeah, you nice put one words in his do. mouth
1: because I know Alex. What Alex is like? Alex will come out now, and there will not be anything wrong with the state of his football club that he supports. No, there is. There but yeah, I believe there, there is are a lot things of wrong. things wrong. So let's start with last night. The League Cup returned, you know, um, could be an ideal um, Cup run for Manchester United. Derby County, uh, eight changes to Manchester United's squad. The first thing I want to say about that Mm -hmm. is let's be honest here, Alex. The eight changes that were made were good. Eight exactly. Changes. Well You know Seven or well, six let's have it. No come on Let's have it Alright the defence Was a bit sloppy But in the attack Let's look at key names Martial Was he playing Yes And Lingard he played very well Was playing Yes Lukaku he- was playing Herrera was playing Matic was playing These gentlemen Were all playing For Manchester United The defence was a bit sloppy Yes But how did you make Of last night's performance And um, what's going Through your head This morning Well put- Okay. And there's always a positive <laughs> a, spin. There's no, there's,
3: there's not. Posi- there can't is. be tons of positive spins, but no, but no one else can. You can't be surprised either with when you've got a team that's got Herrera and Mata and Phil Jones, especially, in and Bayer this season. Um, it, it's happened for the last, what, two years? Whenever they've played and they're going to let you down 50% of the time, 75% of the time. So, firstly, it's not a massive shot. And the other players around, Matic, you know, he's normally great. He was fine last night. Lukaku had an off game. Should have been 3-0 by half-time. Lukaku had a header he missed, a one-on-one with a goal he missed. Mata scored a really good goal. Martial was was excellent. Um, But a defensive error lets Derby back into the game Again, another defensive error by Baye and Young Dallo, He looks a really good player. Mm. Um Romero didn't have his best game and stuff. He he ended up getting sent off. An amazing free kick. And um, United they came back. They were they were bad, but they showed resilience, they showed spirit. It's just there's like an hour of every hour and a half game when you've got certain players in that team where they just disappear. I don't know if if you can blame tactics or if you can just blame the fact that They're not putting chances away, or they just stop. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a mental thing. I don't know if you've not got a leader. And that's really frustrating. So that's really annoying. But that's happened not just this season, most of last season. The season before it happened under Van Gaal. That's just been a United thing for about four years now. This Jekyll and Hyde team probably go away to West Ham, play really well like they've done against Burnley, and like they did... um, who, Who was the other one? Can't remember. Can't remember.
1: Well, it's been an up-and-down season, but a lot of downs from Manchester United so far. It has been a lot so of downs. Far. And Wolves,
3: again, Wolves were a real good team. Wolves do deserve credit, but you should be beating Wolves at home. This is the thing is, you should be beating these teams at home. I don't believe that there wasn't the right tactics in place to be 3-0 up by half-time against <clears> yeah, Wolves that, and 3-0 that, up last night.
1: This is what I, my point entirely was going to be. Yes, the defensive errors led to Derby getting back into it. The game should have been closed Should have been over. minutes. The should United have been looked, over again. There was flair in them in the first 10-15 minutes to get the first goal. Attitude drops. The passion drops a bit. It did and a Mourinho bit. Mourinho on the touchline. He went back. I and mean, when we sat down amongst his coaches, and he just got frustrated while sitting down there. Lampard was out on the touchline giving uh, the players instructions. It seemed like job done. But it was only 1-0. It's against Derby. And he's 16 minutes in.
3: Yeah. Well, but then Lukaku has a one-on-one with a goalie, um, and misses. He has a header from about eight yards out, and he's underneath the ball. He hit the post in the in the second half, and it's all these really fine margins that it feels to me like the today on Twitter and and the press. It's been the biggest overreaction again, and that's the thing that's annoying me more than more than anything. It just feels like I'm. The 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 give away a corner and you're like that oh that's on the back page it's it, not it's, it's not so terrible it's bad but it's not like
2: it's not terrible do you think do you there's a
1: reaction to this Ian yeah I do in a certain
2: in a way I can I can get what he's saying because obviously this was happening to City there'd be City fans now saying there's a negative agenda against City and they're looking to try and beat them over the head with a stick and that is the way that journalism and and the the news agenda works with anything really if there's a weakness somewhere if something's perceived to be going wrong and obviously I'm sure we're going to be talking about the Pogba Mourinho spat if there's some something that's <coughs> that's perceived as being you know a talking point then that's that's what people will hone in on yeah. however however <coughs> if you're a united fan and you were looking at what city and liverpool are doing at the moment and and you know and you're watching Not only the dropping of points, obviously they lost away from home, then they drew at home to Wolves, lost big style at home to Spurs, certainly scoreline-wise, and then go out in the League Cup to Derby County from the Championship... Take away what you're talking about, which is the fine margins, which I completely Mm -hmm. accept. But if take that away and just look at it in the cold light of day, then you are going to get criticism, and that criticism goes to whichever club it is. And now that there is a wound that seems to have been opened between Pogba and Mourinho, then clearly everybody's going to want in the media, and and the media really is only representing, you know, the, the readers. Now, I don't blame the media. The media just knows what what the normal punter, the p- punter who isn't a fan of a particular club wants. They want conflict. They mm. want stories. They want to rub salt into wounds and s- see who says what. It's just, it's part of life. It's, it's Yeah, that, no, it's in
3: the I, World I, I totally agree. And also, yeah. I mean, what, since Van Hal the football, noise well, as well, the football's not been great. And that's, I think that's where you start to, you can't then keep defending the team. But at the same point, I... I you, if I go back to the manager, he can't play that. He can't play the best eleven for a match like that. It would be stupid this early in the season. It would be pointless. Everybody else needs to run it. How many times do does Phil Jones have to let you down before you go? He that should never story. be in that shirt again. I've
2: got to tell you this story, right? Because this is relevant, uh, <laughs> even though you might not think it. I'm at Oxford last night, and uh, and and City fans after the game are singing, "City win, United lose," but the game was still going on at Old Trafford and they were 2-1 down at that point so I walked round to the reception area of Oxford and as I look in the window I can see a replay of Fellaini heading in the equaliser so I think right okay it's going to go to penalties I watch the penalties I'm in the room with all the Oxford's fans um and there must be about 100 of them watching it or whatever and every time a different United player came up to take a penalty Matic a little bit of a murmur nothing much. Uh, then Fellaini comes forward. I don't know what the order of them was, but different players. Yeah, so
1: excellent penalties, by the way. Some yeah, amazing. amazing.
2: Woeful goalkeeping, though. I've got no, to say, yeah. the goalkeepers didn't seem to get anywhere near it. However. Were this is the bit I was coming to Phil Jones comes on the screen and the whole room and w- I'm not exaggerating went oh, yeah, oh. everyone knew <laughs> he knew was going to miss every,
1: every single
2: person did Mourinho saying that at, somebody told me in the press conference afterwards Mourinho said I only had Baye and Phil Jones left and I knew they'd miss and we mm. were going out of that yeah. why would you say that in well, a no, press conference won't say that. even though we can say it and we can yeah, think yeah, it yeah, no, and I can tell you that, that. here's what you've
1: got to say on the flip side of that you've got players in Derby's team who were central defenders who were in the same situation as Jones and Bay, who might not be that comfortable but they buried their penalties well, they and had moved them call, through yeah, to the next
3: round. They had one called Keo who, who looked pretty... Similar when he approached the ball and he just oofed it and it kind of went in and I think yep. a different keeper might have saved that one.
2: Yeah, Bruce a him fantastic. Fantastic. He was
1: a centre-back. fantastic. Oh, well, let's not round. compare Bruce to Phil Jones on, no. the, on the on the Wednesday. Well, but I am. I'm doing it for you.
3: Cause I'll, <laughs> I'll give you a prediction though. The next time Phil Jones plays, they might do all right. The the time after that, he'll either get That's injured. the
1: worst prediction you've ever given.
3: Well, <laughs> he's got he's got two or three games maximum. He can never play beyond 180 minutes without getting injured and giving away a goal. So. We'll, after the cup, cup final, should that should have been it?
2: Just f- just recap that recording of, of Alex for the future. Um, in the it next it. game that that Phil Jones plays, he might play okay. Yeah, that no, was, no, that's <laughs> that's why I saying. he, he plays was
3: kind of okay. <laughs> and then some people go, oh no, they kept a clean sheet. And then the very next game, boom, he injures, injures Martial in training, gets sent off. Gets injured. All gone. Gives it the best show
1: ever. <laughs> yeah, that right, is. Right, now, let's go on to, <laughs> splitly just uh, go on to Mr. Ian Cheeseman, because we do have uh, a little uh, Pogba-Mourinho thing to talk about, but it's only fair that we talk about City's trip to Oxford. Uh, one Phil to the next, Phil Foden making the headlines. What a night um, for him. What a night you take the wheel. Ian, how was it down there? And Phil really... You know, as good as, as as it reads today in the headlines, uh, that he, a performance that he did.
2: I'm glad that City did what they did in terms of the team because the the trouble is occasionally, when you bring in players like Phil Foden and Brahim Diaz, and uh, obviously a goalkeeper who's making his debut in Mur- Murich. that you've put a weaker team around them and you ever get a, a chance to see them shine. City's team last night had David Silver in it, Gabriel Jesus, obviously Vincent Kompany, Otamendi, Stones, uh, later on Sterling came on. So that was a, a pretty strong side really and it allowed the young lads to flourish. Unfortunately, Brahim Diaz came off with an injury and he'd, he'd done all right up to that point. Foden, who to be fair, I thought had a relatively quiet first hour, suddenly burst into life, great through ball, and then scores the goal in stoppage time. And because he's he's a Mancuni, because he's from Stockport, they call him Stockport in Yester, some of them, um, then uh, City fans go berserk when he scores. And I get that and, and start singing, he's one of our own, and he does a dick off esque slide on his knees in front of the fans. And obviously. What a great moment for the lad. 3-0 win, away from home, against Oxford, albeit that I think they had a few injuries, and they are, you know, a relatively small club. But, you know, that was textbook stuff, really, from a from a, a, a City team infused with youth who are the promise of the future.
3: <laughs> hey, again, <laughs> it's just this massive PR job. On, I, d- I, th- I think he's a good player. I saw the highlights of him, and it, he looked great in that game. But, again you know that's he might play in the next League cup game he might come on as a sub he might play 500 minutes this season if he's if he's really lucky he just doesn't well he doesn't play and he's you talk about managers not giving you a chance um i i feel a bit sorry for foden Compared to someone like Rashford, Rashford Rashford will play two, three thousand minutes this season and they'll go, He never plays. Foden like plays in the League Cup, he'll come on when they four nil up and play six minutes and people go like that, Oh, Pep Guardiola's giving you a chance, it's not was,
1: it's not true. Was the performance last night too good to ignore? personally I I think when it comes back and some city
2: fans listening to this because they'll be carried away by what happened last night the drama of the goal the celebration the last-minute nature of it the stop-putting yes the local lad made good and everything the, the, there is a danger that they get carried away by that, and I'm going to be asking the question when I do Forever Blue next week or whenever I'm t- I'm talking about it to City fans, it, would you pick him for the game at Anfield a week on, on Sunday? Would you pick him for the away game at Hoffenheim in the Champions League? And I suspect that in the cold light of day, people will say, no, he's not ready for that, which is basically what, what Alex is saying. He is, only se- is he
3: only 17? 18. 18. Yeah. Again, so I, I don't want to be unfair and the problem Good
2: is though, to win. just as the negative criticism of United is is over the top, and mm-hmm. I agree with that, and we said that's that's part of the nature of it all. The pro Foden at the moment is also over the top. But people don't like a happy medium. They don't no, no, because true. it's boring having a happy medium. Yep. You've got to have an exaggerated, outrageous view of everything. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's social media, isn't it? best in the world, or it's the worst <laughs> in the world. Well, Foden played okay last night. Yep. I saw somebody give him 10 out of 10. I thought, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10. I love him and <laughs> I want him to ten.
1: succeed, but come on, get ready. 10 ridden. out of 10. Right. You well, know, that, that was the League Cup round yeah. up. Um, uh, two obviously different tales uh, United aren't going to be in it City, you know, can maybe Good start to to re, uh, recapturing that cup A uh, trip down to Wembley, you know could have been, yeah. could have been Alex, is all I'm saying. Hey, so right. do you know
3: what? We can concentrate
1: on the treble now. We can, of course I'm going to play a little, you're going to need some pens, or you're going to need your phones out for, okay. for this show. So I really should have told you beforehand. you at home listening, <laughs> uh, on the podcast as well, if you got the podcast, if you're listening. Uh, it's going to be Quiz Central, because I hosted a quiz for Make Some Noise, Excess Manchester's charity I cafe football last Thursday. It was pa- it was 19 teams, uh, and it was good. Uh, Not Mike Dean Forever was the team that won. Nice. I like it. See what I did there? That is great, yeah. Yeah. It's the core team, is Ian? Not Mike Dean Not- Forever. Nothing, nothing. Together. There. He's all right. Uh, they Looking won, so well done to the them. <laughs> we are going to be playing uh, some games that include two of my killer questions. My killer questions are on the way, but we did a commentary round. I'm going to play you three commentary clips and the scorer has been bleeped out you're gonna write down and tell me after the break who the scorer was are you ready for the first one yep let me just make sure that nothing dodgy is going to play here i don't know what don't know what dodgy i've got on my computer obviously here we go with the first one i hope this is the right one of those runs again the slalom king
2: To his right foot, left foot, left foot, whack, ohhh!
1: One more time, you get two goal, listens to every clip. He's off on one of those runs again, the slalom king. <laughs>
2: again, ohhh! Oh.
1: Unbelievable! How good is this guy? Send him onto his right foot. So that was number one, get your, get your choices down, no, right down. The was clues in there, really. The was clues in there, this is why it was tricky, it was hard one. Do, Do you, know you to it? name the goal scorer, Name important? the goal scorer. Not the goal. Not, not, what? See so you I'd say, it was such a body versus nah, just such the name, just the name who scored that goal as your second one.
3: Beyond Neto.
1: here's McKeevy,
3: Alpine Lovren.
1: Oh, so you obviously know it's an Everton player, but who? Beyond Neto. Here's Out by Lovrum.
3: And back
0: in by... Boggs from the Everton blue.
1: Now, we're going to take a quick break. You're going to have a think about it. Are you thinking, Ian? Are you are on it? I'm thinking, yeah. Here is my killer question. So you've got them two to answer. And I've got a killer, killer question for you. Which we have... Uh, Found out Me and James Went to a lot of work To do this Can you name The Premier League clubs The furthest north The furthest south The furthest west The furthest east You've got At home listing About three minutes to do it. If you've got a podcast, it's going to be quick. They're going to be coming at you. So I want the furthest north, the furthest south, the furthest east, and the furthest west. We'll be telling you the results of that. I'm talking about the clash of the century. Paul Pogba and Jose Mourinho on XS Manchester coming up right today.
2: This is the Manchester Football Social. The Wednesday Club.
1: XS Manchester, my name is Joe McGrath, Ian Cheeseman and Alex Boardman join me for the Wednesday Club. This is the Manchester Football Social. Now, normally I set you bizarre questions on the Wednesday Club. The sort of a yeah, but you can have a bit of a laugh about it. Mm. My killer questions, have stumbled you. You all look like you want to hurt me because none brilliant. of you, none of you can get put it the music right. music on and
2: then we'll feel more relaxed about it. Right. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 okay. Are you ready for... Well, let's do the commentary questions to get them out of the way first. So... I'll I the music then. Okay, do you want the music? Of course you can have it. Right, so the commentary questions. <laughs> <laughs> Very simple. I'm going to play you a clip. The goal scorer of this commentary clip has been bleeped out. You've got to tell me who it was. Are you ready for this, gents? Yeah. He's
2: up on one of those runs again. The slalom king. <laughs> again. Oh! 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 Unbelievable! How good is this guy?
1: Send him onto his rifles. Right So, gentlemen, can I get your guesses, Alex Boardman? <sighs> I've got two possible guesses. I just want one. I've got two possible guesses. I just want one. I just, if I go first, are you going to go for your other? No, I don't Go know. on, go on. I'll
3: go sour. I'll go most oh, sour.
2: He was my second choice. Right. So I'll go for the first choice,
1: which was Hazard. Hazard, you ready? He's
2: off on one of those runs again. The slalom king.
1: <laughs> Bale again. Bail. Oh! Mr. Oh, Gareth, oh. Gareth Bale, Gareth. who's Salem come out from North oh. Salem King. I don't really know why they call him that. Right, number two went like this. Biondetto. So. Here's McKeedy. Out by Lovren.
0: And put back in by Bolt from the Everton Blue.
1: So, Ian Cheeseman, who did you put? Uh, I'm going to go for Romelu Lukaku. <laughs> oh, who did you put? Same. Uh, well, I can tell you. Beyond Eto,
0: here's McKeever. Alpine by and from back in by Phil Jadielka! Do you not remember? It? I do. It be second choice. <laughs> do you not
2: remember that goal? Because calling such a blue, that that was the only yeah. thing that. Termed, I don't remember the goal. He was remembering Eto
3: so when he would have been there when Eto was there. Yeah, I, yeah. I think yeah. it was it not an equaliser from like, yeah, the edge of the box. Unbelievable the goal. Yeah. I
1: recommend you go check that out. Right. So now it was the one out of two. Yeah, so we The well, one well. out of two ain't bad. Right, so which club is the furthest north? The correct. furthest correct. south? The furthest, the furthest west. We're going to take it as we go for north. So let's start with you, Ian Cheeseman. North. Newcastle. Newcastle, you are correct. Oh. I guess you got Alex. Uh, yeah. Do you know why you wanted to
3: go first? Because South, we've both got two answers for, because it that could be, be either one.
1: All the rest of them. South. Alex. Uh, Southampton. I'll go for Brighton those are the two right? yeah those are the two yeah why whatever happened to Bournemouth
3: oh Bournemouth
1: yeah Bournemouth yeah. You on that same I'd course I'd... yeah I thought Bournemouth I was Bournemouth are yeah, ah, yeah. there's is of the club take it over uh, right west this is the tricky one this is the tricky one west. I say is tricky um, who are you going for um, I'm going to go for Cardiff who are you going for Ian uh, that's what I put Cardiff you're both correct now what was the trickiest one on the night the east the mm. easterly club uh, Ian, you'll go first. Uh, it's tricky. I know, I know
2: I heard Alex saying it could be a London club, and I agree. That's my second choice. And this might. I feel daft saying this, but Leicester. Leicester. Mm, what have you that's going for, one Alex? of my possible options.
3: Newcastle's still also an option. But I was going to go for Leicester as well. Do you know who
1: he is? It's West Ham. That was my West Ham. West Ham is, is the two. most easterly club. Right, thank you very much, gentlemen. I will have more killer questions and comments around. We did terribly on that. But it was it a awful. really good quiz. Yeah, it was a good oh, quiz. Yeah, it was oh, it continue. continue. It shows how hopeless we are. <laughs> Let's now get on to debate of the day for Manchester United side of things. Ian, I'm sure you can wade in on this nonetheless. Paul Pagler and Jose <laughs> Mourinho. The, the love story of the century except for I don't think they love each other at all. Uh, footage, uh, yes, well, here's, here's how the uh, the 24 hours goes in my eyes. Uh, Mourinho came out before the Derby game and said that Paul Pogba will not be vice-captain of the club anymore. Um, following on from that, me I get defeat, I uh, get a beat uh, by um, Derby. Uh, Mourinho then has another sulky press conference, but Paul Pogba's not mentioned in that. This morning, Sky Sports News release a clip. Two minutes long, the full thing is, of what seems to be a frosty encounter. Now, for people who can't or see it at the minute, or if you've seen it, I do recommend you go check it out on Twitter. Honestly, search Pogba. It'll come up. How would you describe the encounter if we were to walk through it, Alex? What happens? If you to walk through it, it looks like Pogba walks
3: into shot, Mourinho stood there, possibly Carrick's there as well, and another coach or backroom staff. Um, Carrick shakes Pogba's hand, Mourinho and Pogba have a quick handshake, not like a big elaborate basketball-style slap like he does with the other backroom staff. Uh, Mourinho, Pogba walks off instantly, Mourinho seems to say something to him, Pogba turns back as if to say, what did you say? Um, And then Mourinho walks off and Pogba's kind of following him, and it looks like he's kind of going, what, or what did I say? And he's like looking as if to say, no, that didn't happen. And you can't tell what either player is saying, there's been no lip reading done on it. And it, You could paint it out to to look absolutely terrible, which is what has happened, or you could just point it out to be, it's absolutely nothing. You just cannot tell. That is the honest response. You cannot tell what's happening.
2: Have you seen the clip, Ian? I have, yeah, and uh, I heard uh, on another radio station that they were sort of trying to claim what they'd heard but I listened to it very very carefully with the volume up maximum mm. and I can't hear that can't hear I can't can
1: hear it that's just them trying to get ahead of the game thinking we can hear that they yeah. just trying I, to get I don't down. I don't believe that uh, looking from the outside obviously
2: what, what appears to be happening although a bit like when we talked before about wanting to open up wounds and exaggerate everything um, there was also supposedly a quote of Pogba saying that he wanted United to attack more which may have been the the one just before what you're talking about the stripping of the vice captaincy and all the rest of it but um no matter whether we actually are uh, party to everything it does feel as if clearly there's a problem between the two of them whether it's a battle of egos whether it's a bath- battle of philosophies of of football um or whatever it is um there's certainly some problem now Managers used to be the man who, you know, they, they made all the decisions and what they said was, was, you know, a sacrosanct. We now are in an era, and I'm not just talking about United or Pogba, but in football generally, where the, the the best players get paid generally more than the, the manager and the, the, the clubs are so protective of, of not wanting to upset their key players that managers, it feels to me, occasionally are sort of dancing on eggshells trying to, to play diplomat and to, to keep their top players happy, because A, they want them to play well, and secondly, they don't want to lose their prize assets. So is Pogba, this is the question really, is Pogba now, has he come with a huge ego, and, uh, and I don't know the answer to this, but has he come with a huge ego, and he wants to be top dog, and he wants the club to play his way, and he feels that the reason why he's getting some stick is because they're not, and is the ego of... Mourinho saying it's my way or the highway and I'm in control here is that what this is all about uh, and who's going to win and where does that leave United because mm. it can't be good to have that type of open conflict going on either in the training ground or out in the public no, domain. No exactly it? and a lot of the
3: United accounts that I follow on Twitter some really good ones some of the people who, who do the um like magazines and things like that um are most people support Pogba.
1: Most people, Yeah, there's a suggestion that United fans have to pick a side.
3: Yeah, which again is nonsense, because let's just put one other possible opinion. Mourinho could have stripped him of the vice-captaincy for yet again not tracking back against Wolves, and another goal's been cost. That could be it. He could have not turned up at training. Could have been late at training. This video, he could have been late at training. He could have just missed an open goal. He could be commenting about any other player. So we don't know. And to speculate otherwise just feels, it just feels silly because we are just guessing and <clears throat> adding um, fuel to the fire. However, if people w- would support Pogba over the manager, then it's just a really sad day, I think, for a man- any manager of Man United. Now, when Moyes seemed to lose it. Moyes lost it in public uh, when he made the comments about City are where we want to be after the defeat to City. Bear in mind, we were champions at the time. Um, and that was kind of suicidal. He, was, he he did look like someone out of his depth. Van Van Hal the football was dull. He brought some odd players in. The big banner players he had didn't work out. We're at that same point with Mourinho now. Pogba's his banner player. He's the biggest money he's spent. Um, and it's he he hasn't delivered, and he ne- he does need to maybe look at himself a bit more. But if people as as long as Mourinho's the manager, I think we should back him. And it was only two weeks ago that Mourinho seemed to have turned all this round. They were going through a hard time. We'd gone away three times, got three really good away victories. Suddenly, an equaliser from Wolves, who played excellently well. um, And it's like, oh, Mourinho's no good again. And then after last night, we lost on a penalty. The Football was tepid, but, you know. Um, Again, it's like blown out of all proportion. So... I wouldn't be surprised if either one of them wasn't there this time next
2: year. As a blue, obviously, I'm loving this. Right? Yeah, of course so you I would. don't, I don't course. deny that. I'm loving it. However, the principle of a player becoming either bigger than the club or or bigger than the manager, even to me, feels very uncomfortable. And mm. anywhere, you know, the manager is the person who makes the decisions. Uh, so therefore, you know. Pogba, whose whole attitude from the outside, I don't know the guy, he might be lovely, right? Mm -hmm. But from my vision of him from the outside is he swaggers about and has a massive chip on his shoulder. And and I've said this as a player, he doesn't seem to put a shift in, he doesn't seem to work hard. You see him sort of trotting almost, you know, couldn't care less in the middle of midfield when things are passing him by. That's why I don't get him. I don't get him at
1: all. I think the two things I want to put to you is there's a lot of... talk at a minute and and Ed Woodward came out and there's been some silly comments at the minute from the board saying that oh yeah we've turned over 590 million pound revenue yeah, yeah. another comment saying that well look at our uh, app rating we've got 4.9 yes. on Amazon, Amazon Apple do you know what I mean Like shut up like what is that about that they is not should the be... club. so here's what the question is to you then okay. who is the biggest asset for Manchester United is it Jose Mourinho or is it Paul Pogba doesn't Cause matter it, no because if, if this if this is a business Alex they're yeah. not going to lose both of them because that is just no good. They are businessmen. They are businessmen. They are businessmen and
3: image. Yeah. We're football fans, aren't Alterly we? Utterly irrelevant. The brand is Manchester United no, but, football uh, I'm gonna club. I'm going to ask Doesn't you a matter? question. Get rid of both of them tomorrow. Why would you Doesn't... get rid
1: of both of them? That's just not what. They're Why would you like get rid them? Of, either either of them?
3: Because it's not being said that that's exactly what has to happen.
1: Doesn't if matter. If there is a fault there, something has to happen. And if you are in charge of Manchester United football club, you get rid of both of them. Is that what you're saying?
3: I'm. I'm saying we don't know. Anything, and I'll say this a million times, we don't know anything what's really happened. And it could be absolutely nothing. We let's can also say, see
1: what's translated on the pitch.
3: Okay, let's hypothetically say there's an irretrievable breakdown between Mourinho and, Mourinho and Pogba, and one of them's got to go, Pogba has to leave that minute. The minute that's said, bye-bye Pogba, for me, and I'd, I didn't want Mourinho as a manager, I've backed him recently, and I don't think the football's been fantastic, but always you have to back the manager. Because he's not in charge of one player, he's in charge of 40, 60, 80 players that all look up to him. As soon as you back
2: Pogba, Mourinho's dead in the water. And if you back Pogba and Mourinho goes, where does that lead the next manager? Yeah, who, come, who comes in? Who, who comes in? No one. We have thinks- lost Pogba runs this club. Yeah, would I? You know, what? What was my authority going to be? We had this before with Ferguson
3: and Keane, and Keane had done about a decade of winning everything and been utterly fantastic. Pogba's had two average seasons, so he doesn't get that same luxury of I decide this and I decide that. Also, Di Maria, it was the same thing. It was the same thing when we had. Okay, see you say Falcao and stuff. The players, sometimes they come and they just don't work out and that seems to be a bit of... I don't know if that's the board's decision to keep buying these megastars. Schweinsteiger, when they're a bit past it. Ibrahimovic, you know, are these the right
2: signs? Maybe not. Was Pogba... Who Trouble me If, if United it, do dec- Before you come in Joe sorry If United do decide To get rid of Pogba That's not going to be easy no. He'll be on huge wages mm. And they've got to Somehow get At least a big chunk Of the money That they have No own. I think I like. it
3: will be easy Because he's a World Cup winner He can put his lack of form Down to like The British way He'll go he got go
1: to Italy though, but, there's right? with, of, with yeah, but, but there's a lot of this
2: type of thing Yeah but there's a lot of
1: Money with Pogba as well he, yeah. he is a star He is a star in the it's oh, yeah, huge Loved yeah. by millions with Across Adi the dancing, world The shirts love him you eventually know, He's a back, big asset. I'm sure Juventus have. That's why that. I believe he's a bigger asset to Manchester United than Jose Mourinho at the current moment. But we don't
3: need assets like a player. Oh, no, we
1: players- don't need assets. But we as fans want trophies, right? But we yeah, but have not, not been getting, served for, the with, on for a, a long time. One businessman. If you've got one player, that's a t- yeah. That, well, that's a and, separate. And that, and that, and that is a separate. They're, all
3: they're bothered about is assets. But you're not getting trophies with one player like Pogba. Who, if he gets rid, if Pogba. Hypothetically, because I still don't 100% believe this is what's happening, if he gets rid of that manager, that you're never going to win anything with a team like that. It's like that Chelsea thing when they had Hazard. They'll turn up for a season, and they won't turn up. It's like, oh, why not now? Oh, he made us train, it was raining. Well, yeah, and I
1: think we can all learn, maybe, maybe, just maybe, that man, Mr Sir Alex Ferguson, was right when he got rid of Paul Pogba at the early stages. Could have been, and but he said, he said he that was about something. his
3: agent. Also, this other thing about Pogba having this terrible, swaggering attitude. He doesn't drink alcohol... Two and a half years he's been at Old Trafford. He's never once been seen in a compromising situation in a nightclub at four o'clock in the morning. He's not done the things that Rooney was in the papers for doing only a couple of years ago. Again, I wonder if we're falling into a bit of a Graham Souness trap here. I, I don't see all these... He's, he's flash and he's glitzy, but... You know, culturally, he's, he's different. He's not doing terrible, terrible things. He's not taking cocaine in the nightclub, is he, at five o'clock in the well, he's
1: morning? He's not playing well, is he? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that's no, no that was, fair, yeah, that that was the, the Pogford-José debate. Listen, I put something on Twitter as well, just for a bit of a see what United fans thought. If one player, if one... Uh, person had to leave United, it went to, we had about over 200 votes, and 56% said Mourinho would be the first one they'd want to see out the door at Old Trafford.
2: So right, that music comes back, I
1: feel chilled. <laughs> yeah, because we've got, I've got, uh, you know... What that, was the answer then? What was the answer that sh- to that question? That chat lasted too long. Right, <laughs> right, I've got some more clips to play, you, uh, regarding the commentary round. Are you ready? Get your pens and papers out. We have bleeped out the name of the scorer to this goal, but who is it? Maybe have a chance to come forward. <laughs> What can he do with this?
0: oh What can he do? Remember this name.
1: Number one there. Do you <laughs> want it one more chance have we got? That's again? Exactly, oh, it's okay, okay, this is a it? very, very famous clip. <laughs> Maybe have a chance to come forward. What can he do with this? Oh-ho! What
0: can he do? Remember this name.
1: Remember this name. And so I'm only going to do one commentary uh, game. So we, that is that is it. You will kick yourself when I play you the reveal. Uh, but my final killer question to you. Sam Allardyce has managed 17 No, in no, the Premier no. Premier League. Oh, I thought you were going to say replacement well, we for Mourinho. <laughs> Mourinho. you got to name all seven of them. <laughs> right. Okay. That is, what do you mean replacement for I thought that's what you were going to say. Would not you have Allardyce not, a, not mad. Sam Allardyce, yeah. So you tell me who scored that goal in the commentary clip. And then you've got to tell me, write down all seven of Sam Allardyce's Premier League clubs. Start that and much more, including previewing the weekend to come on the Wednesday Club, right after this.
2: This is the Manchester Football Social. The Wednesday Club.
1: And we are back. Good evening. My name is Joe McGraw, This is XS Manchester. Thank you very much for listening. The Manchester Football Social is every weeknight, six till seven, and you can download the podcast from wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just search Manchester Football Social. Good news, gents, we broke into the top 50 on the Apple's charts for India this week. Nice. So, hello to our Indian listeners. Hello. Hope you do well? Yeah. Hi, drop, us a, drop us a line. Drop us a. Hi, India. It's very. <laughs> <laughs> it. Hello, India, if you're listening. Uh, thank you very much. I mean, I'm sure we're trying to. Um, we've got a map of the world and we can see where everyone listens to the show which is really nice this is on the podcast
2: we get a free holiday to India
1: we, do you know chances
3: a... are there'll be a multi 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 millionaire listening yes, yes, in please, yes please we will all come over and do a live podcast show, a live podcast like from India yeah. however <laughs> there
1: are some countries we've not got listeners yet so I think it's our um our task okay. before the end of the season to make sure every country. country then, from, um, I know Nigeria don't have any listeners. Nobody yet. in Nigeria. No Nigeria listened to us yet. Uh, uh, Iceland above us. No one listens to us okay. in Iceland. There is a variety we of
2: countries. to listen, have not we? We
1: need to mm-hmm. find out and we need to tick <laughs> the box. Yeah, Bjork. Yeah, if you're listening, Bjork. Ida Good Johnson. Yeah. It's us
3: last-named Iceland thing. <laughs> yeah, Very yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Right then, so our commentary quiz and then our killer question before we go on to preview the games on the weekend. West Ham against Manchester United and City against... Who was City against? This week? Yeah, uh, Brighton. I, knew I knew it was Brighton. <laughs> right, here was commentary clip number one. Maybe have a chance to come forward. <whistles> what can he do
2: with this?
0: oh What can he do? Remember this name!
1: I'm sure he never lives that Cornwall Street clip down. Right, you all cheating in the studio when I left. We all came, up, Were we you to all came up with the same answer, so what did you all come up with? Wayne Rooney. Ian, uh, did you say Wayne Rooney as well? Well, I didn't know, but I thought it might
2: be and... He said, have a, a chance to come on. forward. Wayne
1: yeah,
0: Rooney. What can he do with this? oh What can he do? Remember this
1: name, Wayne Rooney. Yeah, you were okay, correct. We you know, cheated. we know, it was against she Arsenal did. as well in his <laughs> debut, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a great volley. Right, colour question. Big Sam, who won't be managing Manchester United States soon, Alex. Good. Hey,
2: don't rule it out. Hey, hey don't out. yeah, and
1: yeah, we will rule it out right now on the show. He managed seven Premier League clubs. <laughs> you name all seven, right? So should we, we go do on. alternate ones? Yeah, yeah, alternate ones. Yeah, you breathe. This would be good because if he says the one, I'm not sure. Let about. me go. Okay. Go on, then, go on. Then. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, Ian, it well, matter what how many have you got, team? Alex? Well, I've got seven, but okay, I'm not sure. Okay, Ian, I'm you five. read out your six, please. Oh, I'm going we'll to the alternative. <laughs> now <laughs> Alter- I've
2: just decided in my head. Right, Ian, oh, right. go for it. Uh, Newcastle. Yeah. yeah, got that one. West Ham. got yeah. that one. Bolton Wanderers. Got that one. Crystal Palace. Yeah, got that one. Sunderland. Yeah, got that one.
1: Yeah. And then there's one more. And I've got Villa. I've put Villa. Wait, say yours again. Has anyone put Blackburn Rovers? He didn't manage Blackburn, did he? He did manage Blackburn Rovers. Did he? No. He managed Blackburn Rovers, and that is the one you were all missing. So was it Palace
3: or Villa? Because that was the two... Palace. It was Palace. He did not manage Villa. (laughs) So,
1: bolton Wanderers, Newcastle United, Blackburn Rovers, West Ham, Sunderland, Crystal Palace, and Everton. Right. Ba-dum-dum-tsh. Right, six minutes to preview The games on the weekend Obviously I knew City against Brighton I didn't forget my notes and had to ask Ian for the answer (laughs) And Manchester United against West Ham Could be three defeats you know, for for Manchester United in the Premier League. You're looking at it like that, Pellegrini might know United's number. United go into the game. Uh, are you, uh, I mean, how does a United fan now go into this game? Confident or do you just think we might yeah. get another defeat? Were you totally confident co- last week, Alex? Alex is always... I'm confident. you
3: confident last week? Should have beat Wolves if, if Lukaku... have,
2: could if if What's going to be
3: different? scores, well, if Lukaku scores one of the three very presentable chances he'll have, <clears throat> then we'll win. But we're, we're going away... Um they've they've been great away from home the last three away matches. They've played really well, they've looked like a team. So yes, they'll win, no problem. West Ham are not that great, big athletic side, but not they've been losing quite a bit. We'll win. Two two or three one. Also, their home grind's not a fortress like it once was. Not
1: as old anymore. No no. But we're not that, playing at Old Trafford, we're playing um, in London. I guess that West Ham have just won one drawn one after Chelsea this, Chelsea struggled a bit and Chelsea yeah. be looking really well this season. Yeah. Don't I'm just like that, trying that? to say we'll be back here <laughs> you'll be back here next week, Alex. Like, you'll be like, oh yeah, it's not go to Primary win, go to school win. football and and it doesn't I'm work. Just like letting that. you know that, you know, maybe things aren't that rosy at the minute. Things well, are all not, I'm trying to say. It's not know,
3: great, but things are not as it's a massive overreaction. It's the League Cup Calm
2: down Doesn't matter Can i just point out By the way That he won't be back Next week Because
1: Forever yes. Blue Is going to be in oh, this Oh yeah slot. Forever Blue Will be here We're oh, moving to
2: oh. Wednesday Because since oh, yeah. are playing Tuesday at Hoffenheim I've mean, not
1: told you by the way Because obviously you won't be well, here Bush anyway Next he's week Mr Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah so Forever Blue Will be here next week So the Wednesday club Will become the Tuesday club For one day One day only
3: Oh, those poor Indian listeners on podcast. <laughs> though oh, no,
1: they're it a day early. They're getting it a day early. They'll be buzzing. What do you mean, poor? <laughs> uh, let's talk about um, Manchester City yeah. against Brighton. Yeah. Uh, big game. Um, City, obviously, um We'll just continue to try and catch Liverpool. Unfortunately, you you look to Liverpool to slip up soon. But a big game is coming for City against Liverpool. I think everyone's got an eye on that. And I think the the
2: team that gets selected for Brighton, three o'clock Saturday again, three three o'clock kickoffs on a Saturday in a row. Unbelievable. City's team selection were very interesting because they've got Hoffenheim away the following Tuesday and then Liverpool at Anfield. Now, I know there's quite a bit of a gap between a Tuesday and a Sunday game, so in theory there shouldn't be a problem. Uh, And when I say in theory, personally, I don't think there should be a a problem anyway, but the modern thinking is that three games um, in just over a week is too much. I wonder whether Phil Folden, after his heroics uh, down at Oxford, might actually get a start against Brighton. And that that, that there might be somebody being protected. Uh, I don't know whether it be Bernardo Silva or... Um, Sergio Aguero, or you know, there might be a player or two missing because they think, well, they need to play him at Hoffenheim, they need to play him against Liverpool. So there might be a change or two. You would have thought in a home game against Brighton, but obviously you can't take anything for granted, that City should be able to put out a team that missed one or two of the big stars and still be capable of winning that game. And anyway, I think whoever's left out will be on the bench, so they've got that as an alternative if it starts to go wrong. But I would imagine Sane will come back into the team, Raheem Sterling will come back into the team. Whether Jesus gets a start and Aguero's kept for the other two games, personally, I, I just I'm old-fashioned. Pick your strongest team.
1: Hmm. Do you worry that when the a, a team like Liverpool and City come around, Alex, that United will be ready for this? Um what? What are you talking about? When, when, do you mean when I, United it's play? In in
3: the Premier League. When United play City in, it's, it's in November, you look at City
1: and they'll be oh, gearing up right, to this yeah, game. Yeah. They'll be gearing up to this game. And, you know, that isn't even playing field. Manchester United will go against Liverpool, City or Chelsea. And I, do you not know, think a lot of you fans might be worried? You know, if you, if, if you're kind of struggling against the Wolves. No. You can't just dismiss saying that. You know. can't well, okay, it's I just dismissed it.
3: Never, <laughs> never, because one, it's a derby. So for years, when we were winning everything and City were mid-table, um, it was always a very even game. We beat them away last year, so that's City out right, of the question. Liverpool we beat at home and drew with last year. So that's that question answered. Here's no. an
2: interesting st- statistic for you, yeah. though. Yeah. You know who, over the years, and this is, this is in, I think you'll find this is in the whole history, right? Who, which other Premier League team, you could do this as a question with a little ping on the end, right? Yeah,
1: when I get my ping ready.
2: Right, which, which team... I've took more points off Manchester United than any other opponent in top flight history. Uh,
3: Oh, okay. Is it City? It's City. okay.
2: Well, that was a bit of a gimme, wasn't it? (laughs) That (laughs) was a
1: gimme. Imagine the person that you do all the correspondence for. (laughs) You literally run a show called Forever Blue, and the answer was Man City. I don't know how we didn't (laughs) didn't stop him in his track.
3: Part of my brain was thinking Southampton because they've always been a bit of a bogey side. West Ham have not been great either. But back to your question. No! (laughs) We're we're only i I'll be
1: sat here, Alex. You'll be weeping in the corner. United will be 13th in the the Premier League. Six points will be be in
3: We were second last year with six points currently behind City. Have your wobble at the beginning of the season, that's fine. United are very capable of going on a 10 game winning streak.
2: Against this backdrop of Mourinho, Pogba, and all this. Well, if if that is a
3: thing, then Mourinho should bench Pogba or just drop him. That's on what that I do.
1: And on that bombshell, <laughs> unfortunately, we've got a minute and 11 seconds to go. But on that bombshell, um, just a quick one: uh, report saying uh, that the Wembley has been sold. Have you read this? This is our no, last story is, of the it's Wednesday it's a, it's club a, it's a, it's a, to Americans, aren't they? Yeah, 600 million pounds. Wembley has been sold. Well, uh, sorry, National reports, Stadium reports sold. National How stadium. can that be? Apparently, this is what they were planning to do all along. DFA. Um, so the National Stadium has been sold you can see you know what you, you wouldn't put it past them quarter finals the FA Cup being played at Wembley now to try to make the most money No, to, no, I wouldn't. you wouldn't put it past them to make the most and milk that club um, but it, you know the I think National was- Stadium is not Far like away Australian from being rules so football final at Wembley. Yeah, that'll Let's happen, Super
2: Bowl. Gaelic yeah. football, uh, every bring it all over. Bring it all I, over. I don't think you can rule like,
3: the FA Cup final in ten years' time being held in America or You're India or China. Like Champions League yeah, in, New in New York, in two York.
1: Three Yeah. two years.
3: Fifty seconds ago, Alex, you got any gigs you want to plug in Manchester this weekend? No, where am I? I mean, um, Landudno, I think, on Saturday. Great, if you're Landed
1: a Landudno up. listener, uh, any gigs in
3: India? No, but, the, you know, it that can, can be arranged. It can be it can Check great. out my website, alexbordman.co.uk. I will go over <laughs> and perform for
2: any sultan or prince or anyone.
1: Anyone in- Just check out your vlogs, new vlogs out last
2: night. Oh, yeah, Uh, exclusive to uh, Ian Cheeseman, Forever Blue. Uh, I met Timmy Mallet
1: last night. Oh, oh, you met Timmy Mallet. (laughs) He's in it. If that doesn't make you watch, I don't know what will. Thank you very much to Wednesday Club over and out. We're back uh, on Tuesday next week, Forever Blue taking the place of Wednesday. Thank you very much for listening.
2: This is XS Manchester.